Nick Hart, will you talk for a second? I will talk. Yeah, I will talk cool. all the time cool. as much as you want. As cool. Much Miles? As you need. American Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> is that your podcasting level? <laughs> yeah, see? Podcast see? is Trump the whole time. Oh, God. If it comes up, it comes up. Seattle is a disaster. total garbage place. <laughs> total disaster of a city. <laughs> I tried fun. to live in a houseboat when I was young, but there was so much gold. It could sink at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, me too. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about geography-based films. We always have been and always will be. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Anthony and Ezra have the week off this week, but I have a great panel with me, all locked up in a hotel room in Bremerton, Washington. I'm going to start, I'm going to introduce you guys starting with fifth place <laughs> in, my, in, in my heart. The standout comic. <laughs> Uh, no, I, uh, this is actually going to be alphabetical because I was because we're in this contest. There was no way to introduce you guys that didn't feel like it was on purpose slighting somebody. Mm. So uh, at Miles underscore Anderson one on Twitter, Miles uh, Anderson one with an underscore in the middle from Victoria, British Columbia, the international part of the Seattle, Seattle International Comedy Competition. Please welcome Miles Anderson. Nice to be here. Uh, do my favorite quote now from the movie. Yeah, but but smoother than that. Okay, okay. Oh, I'm allergic to everything. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny if you kind of pretend that was you in the moment, but this works fine. Uh, also joining us today at Taylor Clark one two three. Nobody got their names on Twitter apparently. Taylor Clark one two three uh, on Twitter from Everett, Washington. It's Mr. Taylor Clark. Well, hello. Um, my, I actually liked the movie, so my quote is: uh, "There's just a million little things when you all add them together. It meant we were supposed to be together." Oh, that's oh, so wow. sweet. That's so touching. I also liked the movie. I don't want to spoil anything for you guys, but I enjoyed it, which is a surprise to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very much a surprise to my wife. It was a surprise to me. Uh, also joining us, we have the, just a packed panel, at Nick Hart, Inc. Yeah, that's me. Uh, from Madison, Wisconsin. It's Mr. Nick Hart. Yeah. You didn't see Fatal Attraction? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's how it's done, you guys. He got to see you fail first. But. <laughs> and then uh, rounding out the group tonight, at Matt Donaher. Don uh, her as just like it's a, just like it sounds on Twitter. Uh, host, you have a brand new show, don't you? You have a mm. podcast called mm. The Boo Podcast, mm-hmm. uh, where you tell spooky stories. Yeah, yes, fun ones. Yeah. Fun spooky stories. <laughs> yeah. Fun ones. Uh, from Los Angeles, California. It's Mr. Matt Donner. Your mom's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun. Uh, well, so we are all in the same room in Bremerton, not actually in Seattle, just because of the way the schedule worked out, but we are all here because uh, all five of us are the finalists in the Seattle International Comedy Competition, which is wrapping up this week. Um, Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I could do another three weeks, right? Oh Let's God. eliminate one person each week and then just keep Oh, going. my God. <laughs> the last night, last week, it's two comics doing an hour each. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've been doing this for a little while, in case that's not obvious. And so this is a very special uh, road episode. So I've done a couple of these where uh, I did the one in Toronto, as you guys may recall, one for the, the comedy festival was up there, where we watched... Uh, that show that Drake was on, uh, Degrassi. Degrassi. We watched Degrassi in, in Toronto, and that was really fun. And then in Denver, we watched uh, the Pot movie. It's been really good. This is a good little uh, festival-type episode. So that's what we're doing here. This is Seattle-based. So this is episode number 418 of the podcast. Congrats. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah, yeah we've now done as many episodes as the number of kilometers above the Earth that the International Space Station is. <laughs> that's true. I'll trust you. You could, you could stack them. 
on top. No, if each episode nowhere. was a meter, we could stack them up and we'd reach the International <laughs> Space Station. You gotta go back to Denver in two episodes. <laughs> I am trying to figure out what we're gonna do for the 420 special because it feels like it's so corny to do anything pot related. Maybe we'll do something about heroin. Get Maybe, Ben. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> let's turn it up. Uh, gateway drug. All right. So, uh, oh, fun fact about the International Space Station while I'm here. Just this week, they got a special delivery of make your own flatbread pizzas. Uh, according to space.com, astronauts always crave pizza in orbit, but it's been very tough for Italy's Paolo Nespoli, who just couldn't handle being in space without pizza. So they sent him a rocket full of pizza. Well, weird? that was taxpayer money well spent, I feel. <laughs> well, it's Italian taxpayers, presumably. Why is it make your own? Fuck, make them a pizza and send it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how space that. Where's, that, so where's that delivery? I thought yeah. it was 30 minutes or less. Is that an app? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good to know that the cheese is going to float into all the electronics up there. Yeah, you can't eat. Oh, strands. yeah. That's a gr- Not grated. You can't be grated. You're done. <laughs> well, maybe. So maybe it's in a. The, the pizza. I don't know. I can't figure it out. Look, if you it's melt made it. a tang. <laughs> it's really bad. Send pizza. it frozen, whipped by the sun, heat it up. Let's go. Let's eat. <laughs> Isn't that actually that is really weird? Because there's like you got New York style and Chicago style and St. Louis and Neapolitan, and now there's a space style space pizza, style which pizza. is make your own flatbread. Yeah, that's interesting. There's uh, a St. Louis style pizza. Oh my god. I it was in St. Louis recently. It is the they have the worst style of pizza. That yeah, what, sounds what, what, well. St. Louis sucks. I, so that, <laughs> I've never even been there, and I know that sucks. Yeah. St. Louis style pizza is unleavened bread, so it's like a cracker, and then it's a very sweet tomato sauce, and then the cheese is a blend, a unique St. Louis blend of cheeses, but it's mostly provolone. It's like lunchable pizza. <laughs> it's lunchable. It tastes like lunchables. And if you told me like this is a pizza flavored triscuit, I'd be like, this is great for triscuits, but for pizza, it's awful. Yeah. Anyway, fun pizza fact. Anyways, What's wrong with Lunchables Pizza? It's great unless you call it pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it's good if you're in space. Noted. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, familiar flavors that I'd never tasted in exactly this way, this week we're talking about Sleepless in Seattle, the 1993 film written and directed by Nora Ephron and starring Meg Ryan and Thomas the Hank Engine. Always good to get Tom back on the show. Uh, if you want to force us to watch something of your choice, you can become a Meat Buddy, and then you get to vote by going to readoutsweep.com slash meatbuddies right now. Even a small donation, which helps keep us floating down the tracks, will uh, allow you to vote in our upcoming episodes. Gentlemen, I'm going to give you now a summary. It's time to summarize this movie for people who have not seen Sleepless in Seattle. As I mentioned off the air, please jump in and make corrections as necessary. But here's how I saw it. Tom Hanks' wife was dead to begin with, which is a sadder opening than I was expecting to this movie. But it opens hard. I didn't uh, know what you meant by dead to begin with. I thought you meant he married, like, she's hot in that, like, cadaver. Oh, not at the beginning yeah. of the wedding, no. <laughs> the beginning well, of the cancer pay, I mean, <laughs> cancer makes this movie. Yeah. It doesn't happen without it. Was it's, it cancer? Yeah. Oh. According to Wikipedia. Yeah, they slide right oh. by that in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> they do slide by it. Uh, I no, You'd rather there be like longer uh, scenes sh- of her dying? She shot herself. <laughs> <laughs> I I just said dead to begin with. It was like the, you know, you the mean Dickens. At the start of she the hung herself on the houseboat. Jesus <laughs> Christ. She, anyway, she's, our, she's dead, and Tom is left with his eight-year-old son. And rather than hanging out and seeing all the places him and his wife used to go when they were happy... He moves his kid to a floating mansion in Seattle <laughs> where it rains nine months a year and you can see the Space Needle from every window <laughs> and all of your grocery shopping is done at the Pike Place Market. Isn't that right? Uh, yeah, that's there? how everybody in Seattle lives. Constantly shopping. Constantly looking place. at the Space Needle, nothing <laughs> yeah. but dried fruit from Pike Place and a whole fish. Every, <laughs> every time they go to Pike Place, it's like, do you guys, did you just kill all the tourists before you went shopping? I, that yeah, place is a nightmare. To get here, I had to, I, I didn't have to, I made a mistake and had 
had to go through Pike Place because yeah. of my mistake, and it was uh, I was it's so mad. I still like it as far as tourist traps go. There's some lovely things there, but man, it's crowded. It's a lot of junk. And there is a lot of junk. Yeah. Well, the, but the fish throwing, that holds up, right? <laughs> yeah. I still like... Did you guys have to... I get, my first job during the training session, training seminar, we had to watch a video about them throwing fish at that market. I saw that too when I worked at Target. Yes, I was working for the Target Corporation. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. I, le- uh, I left after that orientation. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. So you were ineligible to work at a Target Corporation job ever again. Oh, that is that true? I think it is. I, I didn't give them a full two weeks notice and they told me that. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I went to the orientation, watched that video. I don't know what I didn't like, but I just was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not this is The for point me. of the video was like, having fun at your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's, maybe it's just a target And then they video. made you learn about the fish tossing? Yeah, they were like, yeah. these guys found a way to make fish work fun. Yeah. But then we were and like, they were like so you we... can do that with Game Boys. I don't know when you guys worked at Target. <laughs> I was actually working at Mervyn's, which was a closed store that Target owned. And oh. uh, so uh, they were like, so the first question, everyone was like, so can we throw our clothes? And they were like, no. Like, well, this feels like yeah. a bad movie. Yeah. I feel like you've taught us one thing. Find a way to have fun, but not this <laughs> right, way. Right. They're like, I-, I think I get what they're trying to tell me. And you just start throwing TVs around. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys throwing fish are miserable people. Oh, I bet. Uh, you're assuming, you just stood, or no, you talked about? I, I stood there for two days, my first two days in town, and just watched them, and they were just like, "Ah, oh, here we go again." Because like, <laughs> they have to perform; it's kind of performance for them too. Well, no one gives a shit. Can we curse? Yes. Right. <laughs> have you seen no the internet? Yeah. <laughs> is boogers okay? Like, yeah. Like they're trying to scream at people to pay attention to them. You're like, "Yeah, this is on TV. I don't have to look at this." this is... <laughs> <laughs> the uh have you seen they do have one thing that i like which is they have a fish that has like a puppet string in it and so yeah. when a kid gets too close they make the fish jump and the kid screams i like that i like anybody who's like has a way to scare a kid every day why wasn't that in the movie i should have been in the movie here's how you have fun yeah that'll Someone keep you up at target. night speaking of sleepless in seattle <laughs> <laughs> haunted by fish puppets <laughs> so <laughs> the mom's haunting the fish <laughs> i miss you so tom's <laughs> Oh yeah, there was a there was a wife ghost. Yeah, there's for a, little a, while. a small ghost moment. Man, uh, I almost forgot about that. So, uh, but anyway, I totally forgot about it because you didn't watch the movie for the show because <laughs> you didn't read the email I sent you. I read it, but I just read it incorrectly, like the way you read the way to get here today. <laughs> <laughs> Alex was late. I listeners. took the correct ferry. Google no, just wanted not. me to have less fun. Can I also I, say that you two both? It's really easy to imagine you working at Target. <laughs> <laughs> I do have this look. If you, for <laughs> listeners who've never looked at photos of me, uh, I look like I work here. No matter where you are, <laughs> yeah, someone yeah. asks me if I work here. Yeah, every time. Well, you, you do wear a name tag everywhere. <laughs> uh, also, I look like I can't wear polo shirts because people always will think I work there. Is that true for you too, Matt? Um, I don't know if that in Target if it's red, definitely. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But we're like, else. yeah, you can't wear Best blue. Buy, if you can't go to wear Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. I try to avoid. I try to have to be conscious of what colors I'm wearing, what stores I'm going to. That's why I you usually go shirtless. Too. <laughs> yeah. uh, I sort of have that look. Yeah, I try not to dress up too much, or people think I'm coming there to like lay off employees. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nick and I both just look like we're stealing stuff. From Target. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you guys I work in the back, don't yeah. you? Guys yeah. work in the back. We're yeah, we're back on the cargo. Yeah, you do look like you drive a truck. You do. I work. In loss prevention, also briefly for uh, J.C. Penny. That's where I know you from. And you, <laughs> you both look like we should follow you with yeah. cameras everywhere you go. I get following with cameras everywhere I go. I bet you do. Yeah. Actually, I'll give you. Uh, this is something that you probably shouldn't know, but from my experience at J.C. Penny, the only people they follow with cameras are women. It's hmm. oh, women steal. <laughs> we, right. Sure, but mostly it's because they're just creeps. 
in my experience. Ah. When I worked at JCPenney, the guys I worked with... Oh, they're following women with... Yeah, they saying. would be like, hey, someone hot just came in, and they would, like, <laughs> we'd, they would just follow her while she shopped. I was going to say, that was very noble of you just to assume they're thieves. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Men, steal. Women, women are thieves. Steal. <laughs> women do... Clothes. From JCPenney, actually, the Makeup. biggest loss area was, was teenagers would steal thongs because like, their moms would let them buy it, oh. but they're very easily pocketable. So that was definitely an area. But the guys would just also watch every woman who shopped for underwear. I which, think I had a girlfriend that stole thongs in high school. Yeah? Did I you really? So. Yeah. I don't know she one girl. She's like, she's like, tell me why I can't do this. And I was like, uh, I don't know. It's illegal, but... Tell you why I can't... I want you to see... I want to see you in them, so... Well. It, it made the top ten, right? You probably shouldn't be stealing. <laughs> the top ten commandments? Commandments, yeah. There are a bunch you of You know David ones. Letterman's ten commandments? <laughs> <laughs> I left Target because I thought there was too many cameras. There's cameras everywhere in Target. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. if there's a desk, you won't know, but there's, like, a camera, like, on the side of the desk. Like, it's, there's cameras everywhere there. I quit JCPenney because it was just an awful place to work, but the, uh, uh, the, the loss prevention people, we never caught anyone stealing from the store as a shopper, but in the three weeks there before I quit, we did catch two employees stealing from registers. That's so what I'm talking the about. The fact that they were, they were only watching hot women and then arresting their employees, it just felt like a bad environment for me. I liked Walmart. I, liked I think that. we're going to apply. <laughs> I think uh, I like the cut of their chip. Uh, yeah, everything's coming back. <laughs> oh, positive, man, I, I definitely shouldn't say any of this, but the uh, the worst was uh, they would they were so into following these like tiny black and white screens, like three inch screens yeah, yeah, that yeah. they're following you from the sky. So it's not like you're getting a great and you have a phone with unlimited pornography in it, and they're watching clothed people from the uh, anyway. Yeah, but you don't get paid to look at pornography. But they would. Well, if you, you just look at your phone there, you would be being paid to look at pornography. That's it's the same you. deal. Yeah. yeah but, <laughs> but they would they would also they would call each other. And tell them how hot somebody was in the store. They would be like, "Hey, man! Oh, man! This girl just came in. You wouldn't believe." They would call people who were not working to describe. Did they ever accidentally pick up the intercom? Twist. <laughs> 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 Check out aisle four, baby. Oh, oh, this is on. I guess I misread the clientele of J.C. Penney. Like I would assume it's like forty-five plus only. Like uh, <laughs> we were in a, was in a mall, so maybe yeah, I don't maybe. know. I mean, I guess my point is, if you are listening to this and you're a woman, you shouldn't be shopping at J.C. Penney. Probably anywhere they're following you. On cameras you knew that this is not news you know where else there's a lot of cameras the set of sleepless in <laughs> thank seattle thank you taylor i appreciate <laughs> yeah, someone caring I we're coming back so so uh tom is happy living as an architect in seattle but his son is sad uh with this whole two single guys lifestyle so he the son gets himself a girlfriend who works at a travel agency he's really killing it no that yeah i didn't understand <sighs> super confused where that came yeah. from she just showed up at his room yeah but then what where's the connection to the travel agency? Well, yeah, because we ne- we meet the daughter before we meet the parent. Yeah, and I think he says like her mom works at a travel agency at some point. And they they met at school. Was that covered? Pres- no, they didn't know. He she just showed so up in weird. the room. She's in the room. He knocks on the. Desk. Are we talking about Maggie? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Maggie, right? Yeah. yeah. Nick is looking at his phone because he didn't watch this movie. He's looking at the character summaries on Wikipedia. He has a downloaded PDF script. <laughs> They just no, I just took over. screenshots. <laughs> the, the girlfriend just showed up, but uh, and and dad is like super chill about his. Well, his, they're talking his, about also sex very openly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, everyone. I really that was one of my favorite scenes. I appreciated that so much the that he did, yeah. The back scratch. I, they were brushing their teeth. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that seems so cute. Yeah, everyone. All yeah, because he's like, I hope so. Them. He was like super honest with his son. I really appreciated but that. So I think that just woman. reflects Seattle. I think everyone here is just yeah, but horn dogs and very open. He's from Chicago. <laughs> so, oh, in the movie, characters. So if you had watched, he found out about sex very early. That's such an early time. Like I did, when I found out about sex, I was like thirteen, and I didn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You thought it 
like the tooth fairy? Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought someone was just going total Alex Jones on me. I was like, you don't stick your dick in there. That's <laughs> <what you're laughs> you guys lied way. to me about Christmas. You lied to me about Easter. You lied to me about the tooth fairy. Where, yeah. What are you What are you lying about I, now? I didn't believe it to preserve, like, you know, like, what is the advantage when you're a kid to find out Santa's not real? Okay, you just cut your presents in half by the amount yeah. you're going to get. So, so you I'm did like, the thing where I'd you be believed like, past. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pretend, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Santa's coming pretty, I hope so. You know, don't ruin my innocence, Bob. <laughs> I, used to, so, I used to do this thing where uh, when I found out that Santa wasn't real, I didn't want to let my parents know, and I could tell that they were slowly trimming back the amount of Santa presents I had. Uh, yeah. I, I w- used to go on Christmas Eve after they went to sleep, and I would wrap like my old toys in presents and write to Taylor from Santa, and then watch them like be like, Starting to believe in oh Santa as wow. I open them. You did a you did a reverse. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how's it feel, Dad? <laughs> Jonah didn't believe in that bullshit. Nah, Jonah no, was just—he was already yeah, hard, no. man. Nah. He was a hard eight-year-old. So hard. His sounds weird. His girlfriend was my favorite part. I thought she was very. She funny. was rad. I, I liked her a lot. She was cool. Every we, eight-year-old needs a Maggie. We—that's uh, <laughs> a good rule. Of thumb. I found out there was no Santa early on because my sister is my older sister is a nerd and very smart, and so she got cards from her birthday and compared the handwriting on the labels of her birthday, like to Julia, and then would compare that to the to Julia on the present. Like this is the same. That sounds Jeez, fun. Louise. Yeah, relax. Yeah. <laughs> She Nancy drew the <laughs> shit out of it. Wow. It great. I found out in sixth grade when someone goes, someone started making fun of someone else. They go, he still believes in sin. I went, <laughs> 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 That's actually kind of cool. We grew up without the internet as kids because now kids are going to go home and Google, is Santa real? Yeah. And then be immediately be like, okay, That's fuck a good point. you. Yeah. Well, then immediately they're going to find a bunch of Pornhub links to Santa screwing some lady. The internet's pretty And they're going to learn two things in one click. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm raising my kids. Jonah didn't even. They're never going <laughs> to know the outside world. You don't, have the, you don't have the internet when you're Scientologist? No, I, I think I think you're not allowed it. Yeah. You, uh, well, you Scientologist? No, if you were Scientologist, you Googled Scientology. You'd be out so fast. <laughs> you have to pay to get to the internet level of Scientology. And you go, yeah, then you become, what, you become clear? Yeah, yeah. Going clear? clear yeah. Then you go clear, you get to Google level. So, but, but I hear that internet speed is really fast. Yeah. So we're like 15 minutes in. So then the kid, so the kid is sad. Uh, he's got a girlfriend. But he's like, dad, needs- another thing about Target. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> he needs a cool girlfriend. So uh, for his dad. So he calls a uh, national call in radio show and is like, my dad is so bummed and single. Can you solve this for him? And they uh, then Tom jumps on the phone because he's so embarrassed. And Meanwhile, Meg Ryan is listening in the car. Annie Reed, please. Annie Reed. We go by. He's not uh, character they names. make him. They, they, they sort of force him on the phone. On the he reluctant, which is important because like you couldn't like a man who calls in a radio show. Yeah, so yeah. in order to make Tom Hanks likable, they have to trick him into being on the radio. But he prom- he promptly charms the shit out of every woman in America. <laughs> yeah. On the phone, which is fair. He's Tom Hanks. Yeah. De- uh, <laughs> desperate women, as they state in the movie, but, several times. But if you're if you're even like a little desperate, and Tom Hanks is on the radio, man, and he's he's a charming dude. And this is back when he was kind of hot. But you can see, you're at an unfair advantage because you saw him because it's a movie. The people listening That's on the radio, say. but he was so sweet. Was he talked about his wife. He was cute. You his weren't charmed. You go into his it dead as Tom wife. Hanks. Yeah, his dead wife. Plus, you're more likely to be killed by a terrorist. He wouldn't have talked about his sweet life. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is pre nine eleven, so I don't know, but uh, yeah, no, this is a this is a this Miles is one years old when this movie came out. By I the was way. so young. Okay, this is what I have a problem with this movie. Okay, first couple minutes. Okay, they establish like a nineties Marvel esque universe where they. <laughs> Okay, not only is, is David Hyde Pearson, they're like, we're going to Seattle. Okay, half of Frasier's in this. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a radio psychologist. Yeah. Then they make no a reference shit. to a soup Nazi. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like, is, did, did Rob Reiner like, 
create a 90s universe that you can draw characters in yeah. and out of? Seinfeld was just kicking off, this dude. The Rob Reiner yeah. cinematic universe. <laughs> That's what this is part of. My <laughs> mind was absolutely blown. It's blown. actually confusing if you don't <laughs> to see all those things. Uh, but so let's okay let's let's speed this up. So uh, everyone, all the women who listen, start stalking uh, Tom, and, including Meg Ryan, writing who, him bundles. Of Annie Reed. Annie Reed is her. Annie name. Reed, who is a she's a, a writer in Baltimore, who is also a super creepy stalker. So here's what she does: she uh, abuses her access to a private database to track him. She hires a PI to take photos of him while he's on dates. Then she flies to Seattle uninvited, finds his address, goes to his house, watches his son play on the beach from behind a building. Oh, and by the way, she's also engaged to a super charming Bill Pullman this whole time. Yeah, the only this is problem- like role reversal. Like she's just playing the dude, and then they just switched it, and we're like, no, she's the female. <laughs> yeah, the only because that's creepy. This is that's, creepy. That's that's that's, that's jail time today. I think so. I this, kind is, of this is why I said the edit, my summary Nick was a little bit Nick is speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah, I've been stalked. <laughs> but the, the only this pro- is creepy, right? Yeah, her stalking. Yeah. But she's so cute. Movie, she's so cute. I spent the whole movie hoping they wouldn't get together because I think he can do better. Uh, I feel bad for her fiance because his oh, only yeah. fault is he's, future he's president sick Bill sometimes. Pullman. Yeah. He just gets sick and allergic to things, and she's like, oh, what a loser. It's yeah, like, he's so well, nice. So she's we, shallow. We know what character you identified yeah. with. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, they're getting married, and he had never met her parents or anything. But That's weird, yeah. It was very odd. Was but he was yeah. so charming. I kept waiting to be like, because like with the with uh, Tom Hanks' girlfriend, she has an annoying laugh, so you're like, fine, get rid of him. But with Bill Pullman, he's like kind of fun, and she, he makes her laugh. And, and were we watching Bill the same Pullman. movie? He's, what? I Bill Pullman was not charming. He was a fucking nerd. He was the most like unlikable guy in the whole movie. Until His only what? fault was that he was allergic to something. He was yeah. just allergic. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a gluten <laughs> die slow before Bill. it was cool. He seems fine. Yeah, I think he's fine. Fine. He sucked. He was then, flat. I mean, he was designed I to be a flat. Wasn't the, he he wasn't laying the hammer him. right, and so she that got he could break up it. with her and get with Sam. <laughs> yeah, you agree? He had a weak, he, had, he was a he had a weak fuck. That's <laughs> oh my god, his weak fuck game. Like, was he, he didn't even fuck. He went to bed. He was just all. She was <laughs> not just tonight. All... I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know sex was real. <laughs> what <are you> doing? <laughs> Uh, so she uh, she does all of this. She ruins future president Bill Pullman. Uh, oh, Tom! Tom has started dating this woman with an annoying laugh, uh, who his kid doesn't like because of the annoying laugh. Which, as five funny guys, uh, we could appreciate. That would be one problem because, like, I'm going to make a girl laugh a lot. I if she has an annoying laugh, can't do it. As the son didn't like her because he. Based all of his faith in Meg, in yeah, Meg Ryan wrote a charming letter, and that Annie. was it. Annie, Annie sorry, Annie. She wrote a charming letter, as with all the other stalkers, but she's the one that that's her only thing that we. The only reason why we think they should be together is because she wrote a good letter. Yes, the power of the freaking written word, man. But, but they had the same favorite baseball player. That they had the same favorite baseball player. The at the time best baseball player, and the other thing is she has the same annoying habit or the same way of ruining apples as his ex-wife yeah or his his uh, dead wife sorry Ru- ruining they, apples yeah they, dead so, wife. they peel the apple the same long way who peels take, an apple what is yeah, exactly why are you peeling an apple and you take the middle out the app the, the 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 peel is part of the delicious part it's the only nutrients in the whole thing especially on a green apple yeah you know what you guys make i'm glad i didn't watch this movie <laughs> <laughs> oh it's not a great movie i really liked it I, I, i'm just i have some issues with it but the, i really liked it the weirdest one of the weirdest when i started watching it, i was like i don't know how to judge this movie yeah was when uh, Bill Pullman's character sneezed at the beginning. It's such an over-the-top goofy sneeze, 
and I was like, you so were like wait. off board. That sneeze is no, not real. I didn't Fake know. Premise. Is it a, is it like comedy bait? Like I couldn't judge the tone of his yeah. over the topness. <laughs> so yeah. was so crazy. I was like, I don't know how to gauge tonally because the opening scene is a funeral. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. that's happening later. We go from a funeral to Bill Pullman can't fake sneeze. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's never seen a human sneeze before. Yeah, I didn't know how to gauge it at all. Uh, so just to wrap this up, so Meg Ryan, uh, oh, the kid tricks Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks into meeting at the top of the Empire State Building, thus destroying both their current relationships and falling instantly magically in love. Um, and obviously this relationship is not going to work out because they have nothing in common except eating apples wrong. And they both were part of the same stalking. Um <laughs> But uh, fortunately, what's going to happen is uh, they're going to they're going to fall in love very briefly. They're going to break up, have amnesia. She's going to start working at a local bookstore, and he'll run in Barnes and Noble, and then they'll re meet on AOL Instant Messenger and fall in love forever for real. So that's the movie. But what happens? That just shows that Nora Ephron is a one trick pony. <laughs> I do. Okay, I, like I said at the beginning. I had a great time. I'd never seen this before. You'd never seen it before? I'd never seen it before. I'd never seen it before. It charmed the, the pants off me. But what happens on date two or three uh, where she's like, yeah. where she's like oh, this is really funny. You're never going to believe this, but I hired a private investor. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that quirky? Yeah. That- and I thought I that letter was sent from you, not from your eight-year-old son. <laughs> and I was fine with it? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm in love with your eight-year-old son. Yeah. He's gonna, but I'll settle for you. Big. <laughs> that movie big. Okay, all right. Much better movie. So if I so yeah, so she I believe him. that's part of the true true. That's the tree. Nobody? That's the, the trilogy. Uh, so three or four dates in, they're going to end up back at her place, and he's going to be like, "Hey, what are these photos of me on a date hanging on the wall?" <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, there's no way they can work. Who's this guy moving out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill like, "Hey, sorry, I chew. I'm glad you." Did. <laughs> I'm off to D.C. to start my political career. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's going to defeat the aliens. Anyway, so, okay, we do have to, we, we start and end every And his show. wife will die, too. Anyway. Oh, it's so sad. But he'll meet a stripper. It's going to be great. Um, doesn't he meet a stripper? In Independence Day? Yeah. No, his, uh, the first lady does. Yes, she meets a stripper. That's why they get then separated. Then she dies. Right. Oh, it's all coming back. Yeah. yeah. I'm really and then weird. her son, I don't know if they had kids. I really like Bill Pullman. And I every time I think of a president, I think of Space Bill Pullman balls, from Defense Day. Yeah. So, okay, so we like to have a compliment. We've said we've gone a little bit mean early on, but we like to start in every show, and in every discussion at least, with a compliment. It's called the compliment sand, which is how we stay fair, uh, no matter what's going on. So everyone has to, have to say one nice thing. Taylor, let's start with you on my right. Um, about the movie? About the <laughs> yes, preferably okay. about the movie. You could compliment something else later, but okay. at least one about the movie now, and then okay. one at the end. This is all in the email. So, Taylor, um, <laughs> what's your major I did not compliment? get an email. There was a message was a Facebook, Facebook message. message. They're not the same thing. Taylor, <laughs> you guys didn't hear this. I was talking to him yesterday. I was like, didn't you see the message? You said you were... He's like, I'm not sure I can make it. I was like, you said yes. He's like, I didn't say yes. He's like, well, you did emoji the rock and roll horns. <laughs> <laughs> rock and roll horns yes. consent. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was consent. And apparently, that was you being like, no. I acknowledge and, and, and receipt. In Madi- <laughs> Madison, that emoji means go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely didn't mean you were agreeing on the show. Taylor, what's your major compliment for Sleepless in Seattle? Um, I uh, just from like a filmmaking standpoint, mm-hmm. I thought it was so cool to do a romantic comedy where the love interests never share any screen time. Yeah, till the very end. I that, that is that a very like pretty, interesting thing. Pretty cool. We see a lot of them like kind of like side by side, parallel. Mm-hmm. Like he's on the dock by his house, she's on the dock in New York. And I went to look up like reviews of the movie, and they were, like this was you know they were like I'm so glad that they they had so much chemistry together. They made another movie. You've got mail, and I was like they they didn't have any they, chemistry they, together. They never met. They, they just have done one scene movie. at the end where they awkwardly stare at each other until they enter the elevator yeah that, ha- that happens in her they never share any screen time 
You mean him and the Touche, robot? Touche, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. It's, true. It's, true. <laughs> it's a voice. No, I'm yeah. not saying... And then you might like her. Well, that... Well, we, <laughs> her is obviously a rip-off of Sleepless in Seattle. As I've said this whole time. <laughs> I'll, say it, I'll say it once, I'll say it again. Uh, let's go with uh, Nick next. Let's I think uh, the choice to call him Sam Baldwin in the movie was <laughs> really ballsy. <laughs> And I think it was what, a bit. It was a, big, was it was a big stretch. It's it just Sam Baldwin. That's just. That's, it's a, All right. Thanks, you know Nick. I mean? uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> devil horns. <laughs> Rock on. My. <laughs> My major comment, and actually, Taylor, you mentioned this earlier. My favorite scene is the scene where he's helping his kid brush his teeth, and his kid is like, "Are you going to have sex with your girlfriend?" Like, and they talk about it pretty openly, and it's super charming. And uh, and I, I was just, I was, I thought it was so cute. I thought Tom Hanks, he looks such a great dad. And I looked it up, and he does have four kids, and it makes me so happy that four human beings have Tom Hanks as a father. I think that's awesome. That's your favorite part you of the movie is Tom Hanks is a real dad. I, you didn't know Colin Hanks is. Out there acting, <laughs> never thought about Pod, it. Podcasting, yeah, Podcast. I don't know anything about Colin Hanks. But and the other, th- th- he, this is the thing. Whenever someone has like a number one dad mug, you got to remember Tom Hanks, Obama. He has kids. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, real yeah. Mister Rogers. He yeah. had kids. Like you're not even clo- you're not even the top. If you're in the top one percent of dads, you're killing it. There's some great dads out there. <laughs> My compliment for the movie was that scene, but it also reminded like it made me think that Tom Hanks is probably actually a great dad. And like, I just can't imagine how wonderful he's also. Have an what if he's a complete yeah. son of a bitch? Though? <laughs> no, but if you can act charming in as many movies as you he did, is, you, you didn't read all those allegations that came out about him today. Oh yeah, <laughs> from his kids. Oh, sad joke. <laughs> from his oh, kids. you guys. <laughs> from his kids. Not the thing is, dad. this show's going to come out in four days. It might happen <laughs> by then. <laughs> Quite possible. He just cursed it. Yeah, it's up to six women now. Yeah. Six kids, kids he didn't even have. Oh. The six Bill Pullman has now said he was him and, him, him, every, him and John Lasseter during the it's Pixar because every every time people talk about the list, they're like, at least we have Tom Hanks. If Tom Hanks falls, oh I for think, me, it's Ryan oh, the economy, the economy will Gosling. implode. Oh, Gosling, if Gosling falls, oh, I'm out of life. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. Uh, yeah, we, we just never Tom we can't Hanks watch is movies. The last bit of moral compass right now. <laughs> it's a sad this world. world. I heard he fucked the volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't, you haven't seen that Wilson sex tape? Yeah, Wilson's going to come out mad. Oh, man. It's up to three Wilsons now. <laughs> That's how I got deflated originally. <laughs> Miles, what's your major compliment for Sleepless in Seattle? Um, oh, man. Uh, David Hyde Pierce's office was incredible. <laughs> David Hyde Pierce's office. Like, he had a baby grand piano. He in did. There. That's true. And he's got all these instruments. He had violins. I don't know where she went. Weird that he was they in pre- a library. They... I paused it to look at the upholstery. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, if, if I can be a sad David Hyde Pierce with a rock hard cold marriage, then it's, I, that's <laughs> my dream. I could just sit in my office and piano. read books yeah, and read. play piano. <laughs> um, the, she, like, leaned on the piano, though. That must have bummed you yeah, out. Yeah, that really made me upset. Uh, <laughs> well, as a, as was it that he left? Was to do that? No, no, don't touch the piano. I mean, the, the cover should be on it. That's what I was mm. going to say. That's what upset me. I was like, this guy doesn't play piano. He left the cover open. Yeah, yeah. that's when, pretty, So when you see show. it on TV and movies when the cover's half open, that's bad? Well, sometimes you want airflow so the dust doesn't get in the keys. But, uh-huh. uh, uh, you know, if there's going to be, you know, Meg Ryan's coming around late, <laughs> leaning on stuff, you want to make sure the cover's closed. I mean, when you know Meg Ryan's coming around, you got to put all the covers on everything. Oh, wait, here, <laughs> make sure there's coasters. Okay. Yeah, he does. Have, he's got a harp. Oh, he's got a gramophone? 
Oh, yeah, no. Look at this shit. I only know what a gramophone is. Yeah, you do. do yeah. I? Like the RSA thing. It's a thing phone a grandma uses. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't that a great looking office? Yeah. Holy shit. You're yeah, right, She Miles. does just lean on it there, doesn't she? Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck about instruments. What? It's a really a nice gramophone. Bee. Yeah, oh, he's got one of those. He's got the library of the built in bookshelf with a ladder oh, that rolls. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. It's beautiful. It's a dream office. It's a beautiful place. It's that's weird that him and his wife don't fuck anymore. That's kind of counter, don't you think? A guy who reads a lot doesn't really want to climb ladders. Like I would think that kind of works again. Things, but. Uh, Matt, why don't you close this out for this segment? What is your major compliment? I really liked Rosie O'Donnell's role in this yes. movie. That's a, that's a dream role. You're in a classic movie. Mm-hmm. Basically, your only job is to summarize Fun things friend. that we all just saw happen, yep. <laughs> and then you, you're like famous forever. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that's back when Rosie was, was that was pre, that her breakout? Was that pre League of Their Own? Uh, what year was League? Who has Tom Hanks in it? Was it pre? Uh, Nay. You're right. Was it pre her show? I'm so excited. The Rosie O'Donnell. It was '93. It was right after League of Their Own. She's disgusting. And then what they, did she have her? T- I don't know. <laughs> did she have her TV show? <laughs> was that Trump? That was Trump, to say Trump, that pop, that- Trump popped in the door. He hey, just. I, got, I know you guys are doing a great podcast here, but I gotta say, Rosie O'Donnell is a fat pig. <laughs> disgusting. Trump, get out of here! Horrible in that movie. Total trash. <laughs> what are you doing in Bremerton? Why? Are you, you- why are you here? <laughs> Listen, I monitor most podcasts. <laughs> he just watch, he watches Fox and Friends and listens to this show. Oh, my God. And I just want to say that kid's grammar in his letter was totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Trump. we got to do a podcast. Shut the, and shut the door. Uh, so... Uh, can, can I hear Trump's compliment of the movie, though? <laughs> maybe, maybe his minor compliment. He can, he can get one at the end. We'll bring it back for the end. Um, so uh, we mentioned this. The main thing I wanted to talk about for my like slight complaints and grievances segment is that I don't think they should end up together. Do you get? But but Taylor, it seems like you believe in love. Wait, well, why explain why you don't think that? Uh, we talked about it before. So because of the stalking. Oh yeah, yeah. That's she's, really weird. she's a stalker. Yeah. There's no way that that can work. There's no way they can end up together. And because at some point she has to come clean. And that's going to be super weird. Um, also, you know, like, she left... This is like a classic uh, Dear dear Abby thing, right? Which is if, like, if he's cheating on his wife with you, he's going to cheat on you too, right? Like, she left her fiancé for a random voice on the radio. Like, she's going to leave Tom I, Hanks for anybody. Simple fix to that, if I was Tom. You take away the radio? Yeah, no radios in the house. It's <laughs> never, even in the car, just... There's no radios ever. It's just, like, wires hanging from the dashboard like you got robbed. Yeah, yeah I think she would have gotten bored with him and just said, ugh, you're nasty. Oh, God forbid he sneezes weird. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If he does <laughs> also, like, she didn't want to move to Seattle. Uh, she, said she was very... Wait, no, it doesn't even matter because he doesn't. He's not even. Friends. He's like going to move back. He has a job. He has to go back to eventually. Is he just so rich he doesn't ever have he's to got work? That house, he's, he's got that he's, houseboat. I thought he. Yeah, he's clearly rich because that houseboat must. And also, you can't get a mortgage on a houseboat. I yeah, learned. but this is 1993. Let's also remember that kid flew to New York with taxi cabs for like 108 dollars. That's true. He has that's to true. go back to be an architect at some point. He's being an architect in Seattle. Yeah, I remember he's oh, walking yeah, through the house, the house and Rob. Yeah, he has that one woman who's like changing stuff up yeah. so he, she can have him around more often. Yeah. Okay. Well, fine. He's got a job, so he's going to leave his job where she's going to leave her job remember that thing where he pulled down the map it was like look how far apart we are yeah that was for you too okay got you that was not just got to explain you. to his kid that baltimore's far away <laughs> do you think they ever showed like that movie in saudi arabia like this is what happens when women can do stuff <laughs> this is a warning never let them drive did you, did you forget to do the trump voice on that that was miles it's become you miles. miles you're just saying things he would say <laughs> miles unleashed i 
Also, he's like just rebounding. You're his first relationship. Second, yeah. she's dating that crazy hyena laugh for lady. a day, and then she swoops in and takes him. He's still currently da- he hasn't broken up with her yet, so he's got to call hyena laugh and break up with her. Yeah, this he left their Valentine's Day weekend trip to go meet Meg Ryan at the top uh, of the Empire State Building. No, way I don't think Meg Ryan was oh. Annie Reed was ready to be a grandmother, and that was going to happen very soon with that eight year old. Oh, by the way, I've been seeing ghosts. Should I talk about? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Should I talk about my mental break that I had. <laughs> also, he sometimes talks to his wife's ghost, yeah. uh, which is a weird thing to have for only three minutes in a movie and never again. Yeah. Uh, also, I actually think that Meg Ryan and Bill Pullman were a great couple because the thing that when Tom Hanks is like, what do you know about, you knew it with your wife, is like, I touched her hand and I knew we were meant to be, which is bullshit. Ugh. And the reason she knew she was meant to be with Bill Pullman is because they both like the worst sandwiches. They both like <laughs> lettuce and tomato on bread. That's yeah. their whole sandwich. Like, both of you... Yeah. Miles is so angry. That's really gross. Miles, one out of three of those things is fantastic. That's way too many vegetables. Yeah, you don't. You only eat meat and cheese, right? Yeah, meat and cheese. Yeah, you'd love Wisconsin, man. You are. Yeah, Miles is on. He's like the inverse of a vegan. You're you're like an in an in in vegan. You're an in vegan. You're a Wisconsinite. Uh, through yeah. and through. So they just both they were like we met because I ordered just lettuce and tomato on wheat and I and he eats just lettuce and tomato on white. Um, he's allergic to tomatoes. That no, was he a, was no, he was allergic to the wheat bread. I thought they switched sandwiches, and then she said, "Yeah, but he was allergic to which he was allergic to, of course." So actually, maybe yeah, but she it was the bread the was the only exact... difference. So I thought it was which because he has a gluten intolerance later, but apparently he can do white bread. It doesn't what? make sense. But still, you both order the worst sandwich. Like yeah. if you go to a sandwich place and you're like, "Please give me just lettuce and tomato," you've ruined that sandwich artist's day. So now both of you have the same terrible habit. Like they should be together. Did you say yeah. sandwich artist? But wasn't the whole... Yeah, yeah I know. I, <laughs> I can't recover from that either. Um, 93. But wasn't the whole point, like, Bill Pullman's character was supposed to be just kind of, like, flat, boring, uninterested, and passionless, that and idea. that was why she... Even when she went to fucking Fraser's brother's house, that beautiful office... <laughs> She was like, yeah, were you just in love? And he's like, love is dead and cold, and it's just a, a math equation in your head, or however he puts it. Yeah. And that's what that was the whole reason, right? I that agree. was the whole movie right there. Was that was like, the idea. Yeah, there's but no the passion. problem was Bill Pullman did too much. He like he couldn't turn himself off. He couldn't be that boring in the movie. He was too charming. They should be together. They did a lot of he- a lot of heavy editing him out. They had to. Yeah, they did yeah. edit out all of his great jokes and Wait, did you he just was... read that on Wikipedia? No, I just made that up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you kind of like Wikipedia. So you kinda... It was originally supposed to be a science fiction movie. No one talks about that space needle. <laughs> okay, so do you guys do you guys disagree? Do you, you think they should be together? Tom, the Yeah, Meg Ryan and Thomas the Hank Engine. For the yeah, for for the sake of the movie, for sure. Like that is definitely where it all goes. I would have been fucking bummed at the end of that movie if they were like this is pretty creepy, and you're a weirdo, and she just pushed him off the would, top of the I building. I love that movie. Not the pushing the thing off, but if she if he <laughs> called her up for some reason, that's interesting. I, I agree yeah. that that's interesting. I think it's... But it goes against the whole movie. Yes, I agree. I agree you know what I mean? That, yeah. yeah, 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 I agree. That's, the movie's it, trying to do something, and I just disagree with its project yeah, yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit. Again, I really liked this movie. I had a great time watching got, it. Also, what if the guard did his job and didn't let her up there? Yeah, totally. It's all over. <laughs> uh, well, that's the other thing. Is like, if, you're gonna, if this is her thing, her beautiful idea of romance is let's meet at a place in a very crowded tourist destination and my time frame is a whole day I can't be with someone like that you gotta narrow it down to an hour 1993 man you had to do those kinds of things you just had to be like hey I'll see you there on this day and maybe you show up give me the afternoon at least that's why the kids stayed at the top of the like he 
That kid should be murdered. UPS gives you a four-hour window. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> the cable person at least tells you the half of the day. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, I'll be on this building at some point randomly. And then she shows up after close, so she totally missed her own deadline. Well, true love doesn't run on a schedule, Alex. <laughs> well, the elevator oh actually God. broke down, and then they, they were stuck in it for like three hours, and they were like, you're trash, and I don't want to be with you. <sighs> I also love the lack of security on that building as well. Like, she yeah, they're pretty up, chill. Sorry, it's totally closed, ma'am. She's like, yeah, but Clark Gable. And he's like, yeah, get out of here, you scamp. All like, right, go to the top. That was before the, see, the Space Needle had nets, I think, too. So you, if you wanted to jump, go Empire for State it. Building. Empire oh. State Building. Wait, but did no, you watch the movie? Oh, wait, they, did, they met at the Empire State Building? Right. I thought they met on top of the space needle. Did, yeah, why did they go to New York? It feels like Nick actually watched the movie compared to you. <laughs> well, because I got a fucking building wrong? Who gives a shit? All that matters is they ended up. Who the fuck cares? Well, okay. And that is the maddest Matt has ever got. <laughs> I like that. That was good. <laughs> I guess I haven't seen what, what was the movie? Do you remember the movie that they were referencing? Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, sorry. An Affair to Remember. Right. An Affair to Remember, which I have not seen. I guess I feel like... I should maybe see it because if there's a this is a weird thing is when the whole movie is well, it's like based on the book the movie's based on the book and Affair to Remember and then they reference an Affair to Remember as a movie in the movie. This is what it, when oh. a whole movie is when every character in a movie is obsessed with one movie. I feel like why well, should just watch that instead. So that was I kept feeling like that is like why aren't we just watching Affair to Remember? Isn't the because isn't the plot of this movie just the movie they keep referencing? But this is that's why. So this is based on. There's the got to be some similarities. There's the mo- there's the book An Affair to Remember, uh-huh. which the movie is based on. But in the movie, which An movie? Affair to Remember so is a Seattle movie is based that on that movie, right? So okay. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay, because okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so I was like, why'd they make that movie? Just fucking. You feel like we should just go watch the other movie. Yeah, yeah it's, but it's that- not a movie. It's oh, a book. Just go read that book. It's only oh. a movie. It's referenced to as a movie in the movie. Oh, but it's, it's not actually book. an affair. Yes, oh. exactly. So, so my th- wife lied to me. I asked her, "Have you? We watched it together last night. Sleeps us in Seattle. I asked her if she's ever seen An Affair to Remember, and she said yes." Yes. <laughs> so wait, they, can they you were, confirm this? I don't believe this at all. You're saying that there was a fake movie that they were watching, but a real. Book. Are you sure it wasn't the, the book, night? the novel, and a fair to remember yes. is what the movie Sleepless in Seattle is based on? Yes. And in the script, they wrote the book in as a movie that they saw. Wait, okay, okay. Whoa, I just because by now we've gotten so many angry emails that I just want to be clear that you're not even close to correct. Am I, I not? I'm were you fu- no Nick? Did you team no, fifty seven that up, or did you think that was right? I thought that was right. Starring Cary Grant and Deborah Kerr. Uh, uh, oh, okay, then I was way off. Directed by Leo McCary. Let me know that you just called my wife a dirty liar. <laughs> I said she was full of shit. Trump, you, you agree? I heard what I heard. <laughs> I heard what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would like to go see this movie now. I'm curious. But then why did they Fake make this news. movie? Just go watch that it's movie. It's a remake. Yeah. Do you hear... How, okay, so in that scene where they're talking about the movie and his friend's wife yes. is describing it and she gets all into tears and everything like that, the movie she's describing sounds like a good movie. It sounds great. Like, because the guy goes crippled and they still fall in love. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Tom like, Hanks should have gone crippled. Yeah, he should have played a cripple. That's what I'm saying. Like, they should have uh, taken them out. I guess since we're talking about that, since you bring that up uh, on accident, um, there were a few... Th- obviously, there's a few things the early 90s there's a bunch of stuff that does not hold up great uh obviously uh, like her friend is like you can't go meet a random guy in seattle he might be a transvestite and we're like all right yeah if you were <laughs> that, making this but movie that is today, true you, if you went seattle. to seattle you met a man he might be a transvestite and it might be he might be gender fluid and it might be lovely and wonderful yeah no one said anything negative about it rosie I mean, o'donnell did. did oh she yeah. did yeah yeah, yeah. she, she well, said why, why she still have a career <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was a different time there was were a couple other things where i was like oh that yeah that wouldn't do now yeah but, also um, it was interesting at the end of the movie when they zoom out and uh, all of america's lit up and canada's like north korea we didn't, actually, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have power until 2008 so that's 
<laughs> incredible How observation. It's a good point. Um, yeah, it was still frozen back then. <laughs> um, so we're all living in ice caves. But it's melted since. Oh, that's so good. Because of global warming? To, yeah, exactly. So one one of the plus sides is nice. we have Canada now. It's very That's nice. awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. One of the See? best things that come out of Sleepless in Seattle was a um, electrified Canada. <laughs> I know that probably by now a lot of people are concerned that we've just had, we're watching a romance and it's five white guys talking about it. So we're not getting a lot of perspective on it. But we at least have this international perspective. I didn't I definitely, it, so. <laughs> yeah, I think didn't watch it. Helps. <laughs> perspective but also, Miles is giving us the Canadian perspective because none of us noticed that Canada didn't have a single light on, right? See, this is well, we, it's like the it's representation right? is important. Oh, yeah, Canada. no, every time yeah. I, watch, I watch this, I'm just like, classic America. Like, <laughs> Canada and Mexico dark because you can only fall in love between those states yeah. of New York and, and uh, the other one, Washington. <laughs> uh, I want to do a couple of quick, uh, quick hits before we close this now. Um, so, we th- it seems like we're split on the deal breaking stuff about the relationship being a stalker. You're into it because that's what the movie's trying to say. We're not into it because we are being more logical. I, I, I get that it's unrealistic yes. and stupid. I, I'll totally follow you, you guys on that. But you, okay, but quick hits. That's fine. No, she sorry. should be in jail. <laughs> Do you guys agree about this? I feel like a really annoying laugh is a much more of a deal breaker than like being allergic to stuff. Just because I'm so funny that your annoying laugh will hit me over and over and over again. Oh yeah. Well, I disagree with you on the you're, you're saying, so you're funny so part. Funny. Yeah, was, <laughs> that was a stretch. I was following you until then. <laughs> Tough but fair. Um, bigger deal breaker is is allergies a bigger deal breaker than an annoying laugh? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll I'll straight up put them on a parallel. Okay. Really? Right. What's yeah. you in allergies? How about? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, answer his question. That's fair. What kind of allergies? I, I'm I'm Gluten, sloppy. Everything else, and so uh, if, yeah. I just couldn't. It would be so difficult to be with someone. Take the time to think. Every it would time. make it as uncomfortable mm. as someone okay. with annoying laugh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What about as a deal breaker? Uh, the kid's girlfriend. <laughs> I don't who... like you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have allergies. Because I also feel like it might be a, dis- a, a deal breaker for me. Uh, a person who makes up their own acronyms. Mm. The, 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 the girlfriend, the little girl, keeps saying like she's just like. Oh, MYOB. Well, that means, like, it just, I don't need that in my life. You said BRB to me. You said Thomas Hanks engine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I'm great at jokes. No. That's why she can't have an annoying laugh. And I said BRB because that's an established acronym. Right. But that's because somebody made it up. Sure, but yeah, if that's this, why but I would never join the army because of the acronyms. <laughs> I know I, I like acronyms, but if it's a person who makes them up on her own in that moment, it's bad. Do you know how far ahead of her time she is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not even it's it's, 1990. Right. Like, fine, not a disagreement. So wait, who, who is that? Who she the boy's developed girlfriend. BRB. Oh. She's a kid. Leave her alone. Like, I'm not afraid of combat. It's the acronym. <laughs> <laughs> afraid of dying. Okay, how do you guys feel about houseboats? Would you do a houseboat? Would you live on a houseboat? I almost did live on a houseboat. You did? When I moved to Boston, but uh, they they uh, they smell. They do smell. Yeah, absolutely. That's why. Is it the house that smells, or just the, the water? Yeah, you're in a gross part of the it water. Permeate, the, it's it permeates stagnant. Yeah, it's yeah stagnant. it's mostly stagnant water. Some people are occasionally dumping sewage directly into the water, depending. On Everybody where you are. on everyone's houseboat is yeah. dumping. So the rent right is cheaper, but they were smaller, and then also they'd get cold in the wind. Like this is Boston. So yeah, yeah, get, yeah. The bottom is yeah, like you're on water, so that's not great for uh, heating. Um, and also, the use of the rent was cheaper, which I'm sure depends on the area. But I, yeah. I, I wrote a piece for the local paper the last year about houseboats. Um, they uh, called boat cribs, but they um, uh, one of the things is that you can't get a mortgage on them. No, you rent the space. Yeah, so you have to rent the slip. But like banks do not will not lend you money to buy a houseboat <clears> because <throat> they're such terrible investments. Yeah, impossible yeah. to insure. Yeah, yeah, they're so hard to insure. I don't want to live in a place where there's just a bunch of fish fucking underneath. Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But, 
but <laughs> you know they just well, lay eggs, okay. right? <laughs> yeah, they they don't even fuck. <laughs> point fish just drop their eggs and then the the guy comes and he <laughs> comes on the eggs and then that's it god what if that was and the continents all float this isn't terrible the ground doesn't dream. go all the way down we float on water we don't float on what <laughs> we float on magma there's no like 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 fish fucking magma there's no there's no <laughs> lava fish that are fucking blown I like the concept that if I got like way too old I could just like cut my houseboat loose and just float into the ocean Actually, Actually, just do a like, Viking like Eskimo. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Eskimo someone <laughs> shoots a flaming arrow right into you and like that's how you go but yeah, only for a very die. short amount of time I do yeah actually you freak out and start paddling the, back the kid did have a nightmare about his house sinking which he definitely did not have on land before so that's like a fair nightmare it's like oh what if our house might go underwater so now? he wasn't he was not oh he was calling for his mom but the dream wasn't i thought he was being at first i was really hoping he was seeing his i thought the ghost was going to come back again. oh mom ghost yeah but so his nightmare isn't even about his mom it was about uh, the house sinking yeah oh it was about his whole family disintegrating yes and he was gonna be left all alone and but abandoned the metaphor was the house was sinking which right. could happen also he had a fish tank which feels mean to like put fish next to the window uh-huh. on a floating yeah, house yeah, yeah, like yeah. Look! Look what you could have had. Yeah. Oh, the fish could see the space needle, though. Yeah. <laughs> How much better did that fish think it was than all the other fish? Oh man! <laughs> I have a whole house. It's space needle so I slept on that houseboat during the that contest. Very one? Oh no! The I, one, I, I, no, yeah, yeah, no, I broke in and I, yeah. I spent some time in there. Um, no, I slept on my friend's houseboat, which was just outside of Portland. Did you stand yeah, you I could stand, stand up, up right on the now. One, uh, I was being, oh, on the houseboat. Uh, you mean like sea legs? You can't like. No, no, no. <laughs> on the one I was gonna rent, that we ha- like, if we were inside, we would ha- we could never. It was so small, we wouldn't oh. have been able to stand up fully. No, these I are think big that houses. was a boat, man. I think that was just a regular boat. <laughs> we would have had to only be like a mattress, and then you could like stand up a little. Yeah, bit. it was yeah, like a full is... house. It was like a, it felt everything oh, felt like there. a house. <laughs> what? Jesse was there. <laughs> no, it was a full was house. Uncle Jesse was there. The the twins. Uh, they, so yeah, so there are people who live on boats, which out. sounds like what you're describing. <laughs> yeah. Houseboats are just like like smallish houses on a bunch of logs, oh, yeah. so it floats. I was gonna. S- I don't <laughs> think they're logs. They aren't. No, they really aren't. Okay, they're on we logs. Were gonna rent they're not boat. pontoons. Yeah. No, so the most guy, of, most of them are on logs. Yeah. The guy who, oh, no who was renting the houseboat where I was staying was talking about how like there's all this maintenance, like there's yeah. certain insurance you have to get, certain dues you have to pay to like the little houseboat community. Right. One of which was like keeping beavers yes. out from under your house because they will build your, they'll yeah. eat it and build dams out of your house yeah that's funny. Yeah. uh we're gonna take, a, we'll take a, a quick break here so we're gonna have to do an ad um no mice though probably <laughs> i realized i was gonna live in a boat and not a boathouse <laughs> it, it, you, yeah if you make a house out of a boat that's one thing but a houseboat is just i didn't different. realize that it's really just a floating it should be called a floating house i did i was trying to find an airbnb for a houseboat to record this on oh that would have be been hilarious but they're uh they all of them had a two-night minimum, and they were way too expensive to have it. For they're they're ridiculously expensive yeah. just to even live on. Like yeah. the rent is absurd. But you were saying it's cheaper in Boston. He, that's because he was talking about a sailboat. Yeah, and I was talking about a boat apparently. <laughs> and he's not talking about Seattle where <laughs> they're freaking yeah, apparently hyper. It was a boat. Apparently, <laughs> did your houseboat have a bunch of sails on it? Today's episode is brought to you by our fabulous meat buddies, especially our new meat buddy who are welcoming in Jill, who is an environmental engineer from Atlanta. So thank you, Jill, for uh, helping keep us going. And uh, as we do for most of our new meat buddies, we are going to give Jill a compliment pile. 
because she said her ego is so fragile. So uh, everybody has to compliment Jill from Atlanta. So I want to hear you guys. Let's just make a pile of nice things to say to Jill for donating to the show. What is that? I'm going to go last. you got to hold your microphone. You need some time. I'm going to go last, yeah. You've never said anything nice to a person? Yeah, I've said plenty of nice things to people. Well, okay. Jill from Atlanta. Yeah. All right, I'm ready. You guys go. You guys all say something nice about for Jill. Well, I'm going to do one of the things we've done sometimes, which is I'm going to do a little Google research real quick and see. I want to say something um, very specific. So um, what I love about Jill from Atlanta is that uh, she is in the southeastern region of Jill of America, Inc., so that's what I like. I like that she has such a great business that it's all over the place, being Jill, <laughs> but it's just especially working in the greater metropolitan Atlanta chapter. This is the chapter of Jill. She lives in other places, too. That's cool. I like somebody who's... Taylor looks so I'm skeptical. confused. very Jill, disappointed Jill in your Jill is compliment. the woman's name? <laughs> yes. Okay. That's also, not the name of her business? She also might be a clothing store in Atlanta. I'm just Googling Jill from Atlanta and talking about what uh, I find right. to use I to help me come up with compliments. Just, she's well, very attractive. Jill? Very successful. <laughs> Jill, Total babe. I feel like people will want their money back if Trump says something nice about them on our show. Very successful. Lots of money. Doing very well. <laughs> Total success. Uh, let's see very what... Very loyal. Uh, you know, from also from looking at these photos, uh, great hair, Jill. Probably. Wait, like, you don't know what, if it's actually Jill. That's part of the fun. Oh. These are other Jills. But that would be so bad if what if she decided to be bald, and then you're just like, hey, or didn't decide, rather. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're right. You found a flaw in the system, right? 418 episodes in, we never thought about what happens if the real Jill is bald. So, um, Jill, if you want to be, if you want to rock a shaved head, do it. What I like. This is what I said is it's great. I didn't say it was great that it was long. Alex you hate be, bald people. Alex seemed to Go be coming on down on your hair, but <laughs> what I'm gonna say is, Jill, you got a really short name. Four letters. You're probably Ooh. only beat by Joes and Sams. I can't even think of a woman's name that's shorter than that. Um, and oh, with the and one, there you go. With the one and you found one. Yeah, but she's got one of the shortest names. Pam. Actually, oh, two ends, also, now that I'm saying it Jill, all. written out, has a nice, like, because the J is tall and the L's are tall and the I is like an L with a missing part. It's yeah, Jill, nice, Jill, How many Jills have you met in real life? Ooh. I don't think I... Uh, I, we, I had a neighbor when I was a kid. I've met two. I've met one. And how, how were they? Were they good? Oh, one's a complete success. Cool. Yeah, she's Jill, you got a crushing. 50% chance I, uh, of crushing. Yeah, she's absolutely murdering. I'd, uh... Jill, why don't you think about getting rid of one of those L's, though? You don't need two. You're overdoing oh, it. You don't need both. Really? I say add an L. <laughs> I like that a bit better. I think triple L. Jill. Triple L. <laughs> Taylor. Jill, um, I love that you were named after a nursery rhyme. Yes. Taylor's crying. Why Taylor crying? I... I was just so excited to talk about Sleepless in Seattle. We spent half an hour talking about Target and Jill. (laughs) I did tell you you could listen to the show ahead of time if you wanted to, so you'd know what we do. I listened to all 418 episodes. I came in like a pro. (laughs) But you didn't remember anything from the movie because you'd run it all out with too much podcast. (laughs) We finished your compliment. You were brought to tears. I want to hear what you're going to say. No, that was it. Jill, good name. (laughs) (laughs) That was similar to mine. I'm going to say this. Jill, this I'm going to piggyback on what he said. <laughs> Solid name, Jill. I, I'm just going to add, as we uh, as I usually do on one of these compliment piles, Jill, 
No refunds. Wait, did Miles go? No, that's Miles. Miles, <laughs> Miles has to say Trump, something. Trump he said something as Trump. He said something as Trump. I just, I wish Jill the best. I think whatever she does and puts her mind to, she will be successful. Like Tom Hanks' kids. Wait, like, is this this the podcast, Jill? Or the other Jill that isn't the success that you know <laughs> <laughs> that you're hoping to Jill, build. It doesn't party. matter. It sure. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Jill, the one we're talking to, who's li- who's going to listen or who paid you to for us to talk about her? I don't know <laughs> yeah, what is. Basically, what it is. Yeah. I think uh, I think you're gonna do well, uh, and if you got a bum in your life, get rid of them. Yeah, and um, you know, unless you're you know, in, anytime unless you're, you're feeling bad about yourself, go get a new haircut. <laughs> unless you want to stay bald. Unless you want to be bald, stay bald. Uh, then stay bald, Jill. Stay bald, everybody. Bald on. Uh, thank you so much for doing it, Jill. No refunds. We um, uh, really appreciate all of our meat buddies. Uh, you Jill, can, follow me on Twitter. Because <laughs> meat buddy, we're going to read-dot-com/slash meat buddies. And we appreciate all of you for keeping us floating down the tracks. Me buddies, 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 me buddies. And now it is time for a lightning bonus round. We're going into the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round is our uh, a fast segment where we talk about things inspired by the movie, but not necessarily about the movie. And so, because this is a traveling episode, a roadshow episode, uh, I want to talk about Seattle. That's the whole idea. So, uh, have you? Uh, let's see. So, Taylor, you've lived here. Um, and you've lived here before, Nick. But I lived here briefly. Briefly. Uh, and Miles, you're close enough. You've been here a bunch to visit. Matt, you've been here We've before, We've been too? here for like a month, so we've that all kind true, of yeah. visited yeah. This is what I, <laughs> this is what I've I'm lived wondering. here. I've been here this time a quarter of the time that I've lived here. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> Collectively in my life, I've lived in Seattle for three months. That's true. Wow. <laughs> yeah. In my whole life, yeah. Because this, this is your third time doing this contest? No, second, but so I'll come like weeks. You've come in yeah, weeks yeah, time, yeah. 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 Um, what, so let's uh, let's do favorite and least favorite things about the city, Taylor. Since you've lived here for a while, what's your like? What's your favorite and least I'm favorite so part about being in. in Seattle? Um, can you come back to me? Okay, Matt, you're already locked in. Yeah. Okay. Least favorite with a bullet uh, is the amount of hills. It's so. Hilly oh here. yeah. If it's you don't, insane. It is a lot of hills. If you don't like walking up hills, if you yeah. don't like changes in elevation, fuck. And Seattle. the bikers are crazy. They'll just yeah. fly down these hills. They're nuts. Uh, favorite thing. There's a grocery store called PCC, which is like a Whole Foods ripoff, which is pretty is really tasty. And I like the Thai food. You guys got a lot of good Thai food. Oh, mate, this is the city for Thai food. For I sure. would say that that is true. Yeah, I totally agree. Miles, do you have a top and bottom? Uh, favorite thing: Museum of Flight. Just incredible aircraft in there. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, I, genuine I top. Spent five hours really? in there. Oh, yeah. In Everett, that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right by my house. You spent five hours in I there? I spent five wow. hours in there. Never been there. I grew up right across the street from that place. You I've can never also, been in there. In Everett, you can also tour the Boeing facility and watch them make 757s, seven, I think. Yeah, really? you can. I didn't get to do that. I, I, I did that last time I was up here, and it is awesome it's really cool it's amazing the whole the whole the plane is like one of the largest buildings in the country and the planes Mm. they start building it on one part and it never stops moving it's just it's on a cradle that keeps it moving for like four days and they just have to work on it as it's passing them and then they start working on the next one that goes by but it's a moving of someone it's very cool that's really cool i really like that watch go to the boeing plant what's your least bottom uh worst uh i I don't like fish so there's a lot of (laughs) fish here it was uh, stinky. What an anti-fish. I don't like walking near Pike Place. I can smell it wafting all the oily, gross <laughs> fish. And they throw them, which just like wafts more fish stink. <laughs> like, just keep it, spray it down. Pike Place don't does. throw the Pike fish. Place is like, you can come to Seattle and not go to Pike Place and, have a you great, can. and still have a great time. That is true. That is true. Although there's a magic shop in Pike Place that I really like. The tech bros, yeah. Nick, do you have a top and bottom? 
Uh, I like SeaTac. I like flying out of Seattle. I like leaving Seattle. Do you actually uh, like SeaTac? That's barely. Yeah, yeah. That's like I, 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 I hate flying into when Seattle, we were, and I hate being in this city. When we were on the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not... That's the bottom. That's, that's the bottom. I'll give you like two bottoms. The top, the top is leaving. Nick is the... No. The top is leaving. Bottoms. I can't wait till no, I get fine. on that light rail. From downtown to head to SeaTac at like four in the morning. When we were on uh, Vashon Island the other day, uh, Taylor and I were Googling things to do on Vashon Island. And like the third thing was the ferry. Like they even know like the best thing to do here is get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Vashon Island. Yeah, It's tough. The the first thing, of course, is the bike tree, which we went to, and it was terrible. It was number five on the list. It was five on the list. That's yeah, what yeah. It was. It's an old tree with a bike in it. Yeah. It's like someone put a bike in the woods, and then this tree grew into it and through it, and the bike just kind of raised up with it. That, we walked 40 minutes each that direction. That would even be written about in New York. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. would just be a tree in New York. Yeah, yeah. Portland, too. Yeah. This is the, it was one of the top five things to do there. Yeah. And it's been... They know like, how to party. The, the, the bike has been like dismantled, like and the trees just kept growing. So now it's like small. I'm gonna go the cut bike. down that tree. Nothing to see. Let's go fucking let's do that. I'm gonna cut it down. I oh man, um, I have a couple tops from this trip, especially has been the ferries because I have not I had not spent time on the islands before uh, on Vashon and Bainbridge and where else were we? Um, we went to what are the islands? We, other islands went to. Well, now we're, we're on Bremerton. We're Bremerton. Whidbey. Whidbey. That was yeah. It. Uh, the Washington State ferry system is so cool, and the just the, the area of water with the and the land that you can see from it, it's just incredibly, incredibly beautiful. That is pretty cool. I've enjoyed that. that. And also, uh, as opposed to driving, like we were drive, we could drive here to get to Bremerton. You could drive around, or you could take the ferry. And the ferry has a snack bar, which my car does not. I like everything about the ferries. Um, although, also from previous trips, I love Gasworks Park. Have you been to Gasworks? Many oh, times. Super cool park. Uh, really beautiful. Uh, least favorite, Gumwall. Yeah, that Bottom gum every wall. time. Oh, that, that is gum dumb wall. as hell. Horrible. Oh, disgusting. It feels like... That is white people run amok. Oh, it's so gross. It, it, it just feels like you get hepatitis walking near it. Well, you, you must have hated it. You did the Unexpected Production show? Yeah, we did in our yeah. first week. Uh, so th- I think I probably already told you, but... Great the, show. Yeah, great yeah, was, show. Oh, it's it's a place. The, the theater's amazing, but they have a framed letter from the city that I guess the gum yeah. wall shut down a few years ago yeah. and then it reopened and when it reopened they sent them a letter and it was like hey the gum wall is going to be open again so it's your responsibility to keep it clean which doesn't it's <laughs> yeah. like doesn't make what any do sense do? also if we pay go clean it state city like go do it I mean I, I think it should just be like it, you, you get tased if you put gum on that wall it's yeah, so it's gross really silly. it should not be clean it's just horrifying rather, to walk how, how did it start it. yeah one guy with a lot what, of gum. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming people just put gum on a wall. Improvisers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that wouldn't be legal just in Canada. Just paint it, don't you think? <laughs> a gum wall? We wouldn't, we wouldn't have a gum wall in Canada. No, no, no. You guys don't tolerate that it would kind be, of nonsense. It would, no, the tyrannical government would steam clean that shit. So That's what I mean, but they should. Clean they should. it up. They it's would so shut it right down. Here. Taylor, top, top and bottom Seattle. Uh, number one with a bullet, the gum wall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, my, fi- my favorite and least favorite thing about Seattle is the people. Because, like, for, you'll meet all of these insanely passive-aggressive, very, like, vacant people. But then you'll, like, turn a corner and meet, like, some of the most genuine, like, salt-of-the-earth people you've ever met. And it's a real 50-50 split. Mm. I would say it's 80-20. On which side? Okay. I, uh, I, 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 never mind. Forget I asked. <laughs> but, but, but in you guys' experience, every city you've lived in, you've 
There's probably been a lot of shitty people in that city, right? Have you been in a city where it's like everyone here rules? But what I like, <clears throat> what I liked about New York is that even the people I hated, it was just like they're completely themselves. Like with Seattle people, there's so much of like I don't know where I stand with this person. I, like, yeah. you know, that's what I appreciate about New Yorkers that I didn't even like. Is I was just like, yeah, well, awesome. you know. In New York, have you had the pizza? <laughs> It's insane. This pizza in New York is crazy good. It's, it's good. It's very good. What is pizza? <laughs> no, I feel like they're rude it's for no reason. Now, I eat only it ain't gum. St. Louis pizza, but I I feel like also the thing about passive because people in Portland talk about how passive aggressive people are there, and in my experience, I've traveled a lot now. Everywhere I go, there are passive aggressive people. But Portland feels like we invent. They act like we invented passive aggression. Right. But the Midwest is very passive aggressive. I don't know, man. I've spent a lot the of Northeast. time in other places, and it is truly palpable out here. I, I agree with. Uh, yeah, Kevin. no, it's. I think it's Definitely. funny that in Seattle, so, like in LA, four against one. <laughs> well, Miles didn't say anything. In LA, He's you go Canadian. there. To, like, His vote doesn't count. You try and spot stars in LA, but you come here to try and spot billionaires. You're like, is that Jeff Bezos? <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Look yeah. at him go. Oh, can you sign this? And then he floats away. All right. Well, that's our lightning bonus round. Uh, you can play along with future lightning bonus rounds by going to redistrict.com/slash next. Now it's time. One more thing. We're gonna close out our minor compliment. Last nice thing we're gonna say about sleepless in Seattle. So we're going to go in reverse order. So Matt, you're up first. What's your last nice thing you're going to say about SIS? Mm. See, I make up acronyms. They did a great job of making it so I couldn't even tell the difference between the Space Needle and the Empire State Building. (laughs) 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 Really, I don't know if it was CGI or what, but they really so believable. uh, No, a real thing. Uh, I don't know if I already said it on air or not, but uh, and on air is a strong word. But um, (laughs) I liked the son's friend i thought she was a great actress and i thought every scene with her was fun um so i'm glad they didn't explain where she came from or what she was there for but she was a great character i liked her a lot i was also i don't know if i'm just jumpy from watching a lot of hbo shows recently but i was so worried the kid was gonna die i don't know like what every time he was missing i was like worried something terrible was gonna happen to him so when tom hanks is like can't find the kid can't find the kid can't find the kid opens the door to his room and he's just got a girlfriend and headphones on i was like so relieved yeah just so stoked that he had a girlfriend yeah i uh and i'll just say one more minor thing i liked the opening i thought like that's why i kind of was bummed out when it got when it would jump to goofy stuff because the opening was so somber yeah and kind of real and and really nice and then it got instantly goofy but i liked the somber parts like that you guys favorite scene about the uh the bathroom sex talk like that was a Real scene to me, and not like a goofy yeah, yeah. scene to totally. me. So any real scene I liked, any goofy scene was like. What were one of the goofy scenes that threw you off? That sneeze is insane. <laughs> yeah, the sneeze is insane. The mom, the dress ripping is goofy. Yeah. The fact that she hadn't met the 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 parents hadn't met the uh, the husband. Or the I thought maybe that was goofy. an old timey thing. I don't know, maybe. But then to be so open about sex, right? Because she was like, "Oh, you guys having sex yet?" Like, or yeah, yeah. like that was kind of goofy. Yeah, mom is like, "Oh yeah, I just met your fiance, and we you didn't even call and say you got engaged." That's the weirdest part to me is that it was like news that they'd been engaged. The PI thing is goofy. Yeah, like he was so. Character actory, like yeah. that's the kind of thing I couldn't. Totally, there were so many character actors. Where it was like, like David Hyde Pierce did a great. Is that his name? Is yeah, that, yeah. he did a great job of like because he's kind of a character actor, but he wasn't like over the top at all. He played everything like, and Rosie was also and, and DHP know, looked perfect for that room. Yeah, like they were just he was so well matched to his office. I think it was a great like. I really had a, I hated this movie. I was mad that I had to like Really? I I hated it. like I was actively no, I'm not that surprised. I actively was mad while I was watching it at you. I was like You're mad at me? Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like fucking goddamn it. Cause, but because it was frustrating because I was like I think this is a great script. I think and I think it was just the acting for some 
characters that made me go like, why? This could be so good if you weren't like such a knucklehead right So, now. Matt, first of all, mm. um, you didn't have to watch it, obviously. Nick's doing fine. <laughs> Second of all, uh, like as like you know, because you've listened to all 417 episodes before this, I've put people through a, a ringer. Like, we used to be mostly bad books, uh-huh. which is like an, an audiobook would be like 42 hours of a horrible thing. Wait, you would ask comedians I to do that? I would ask. Mostly, they were mostly like uh, improvisers or like friends of mine from Freaking college. improv, man. 42 my, hours? Yeah, yeah. And that was also before I had enough, I was making enough money to pay guests. So before I was not paying people, and I would like, I have friends who like read all of Atlas Shrugged for me. I used to put people through some bullshit, and you got sleepless in Seattle, and you're like, man, that hour and 45 wasn't quite as somber you as I wanted. You made friends I wa- read Atlas Shrugged. I did. For this I watched this movie, podcast. and yep. I shrugged. You. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, Alex, it was what, I'm glad I didn't watch this movie. You guys are just, I'm just telling you how you already knew that because you've listened, but everyone else, I just want you to be surprised, at the, and, and like you guys are in the good part. You guys we, didn't have to read it? <laughs> do you still ask if you read the whole email to please read Atlas Shrugged before we talk oh just because I think it's important <laughs> it was a DM my, was a private message my minor compliment uh, for SIS is um, so uh, oh I guess so I just really liked the friendships we mentioned how fun Rosie O'Donnell is but there was like those two as a friendship I thought it was just some dope female friendship which we don't get enough of in movies uh, they were fun they were funny together um I thought Rosie, like, well, they were, they had, and then the, the guys had that thing in front of the wife where they were, like, pretending to cry over a war movie, and that was fun. I thought that was funny. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was a greatly, it was a Not really too goofy scene. for you. It wasn't too goofy. No, because that was a real, th- that was, like, yeah. how you would joke back. They were being on funny, funny on yeah. purpose. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a cartoon. That's yeah. how guys hang out. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> funny, right? Role reversal. That's what it's role reversal. Yeah. I like I liked both of the friendships. I thought that was really great. Yeah, and I like seeing friendships. healthy friendships. I loved the guy at the dinner table in the beginning who he he was like the he was like the the straight man version of um the fiance that gets dumped where he was like yeah I'm allergic to that too like he was like yeah. that right. was really funny I thought that was super, there were, that's why I'm so allergic to bees yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll die like there was that's why oh, it, was it was the so competitive close. lady yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it was so close to being funny at times and I was like yeah. what the hell. Uh, do you like other Nora Ephron stuff? Do you like You've Got Mail or uh, Harry Met Sally? I literally, until you just phrased that question that way, thought Nora Ephron was uh, New Age music. Is all right. That, I thought Fair she enough. was. It, what is, is Rob she? A dir- she's the director and Rob Reiner. I don't. She oh. she wrote and directed. Yeah, uh, those three movies. Rob Reiner. I don't know. He was in the movie as an actor, but I don't know. Didn't he make Sleepless in Seattle? He directed. No, no, I thought no, no, he no. was. No. I thought it was Rob Reiner. Okay, sorry, Nora. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I that's yeah, what I thought too when I saw it because he's a. He's directed like two thousand movies. So what else has she done that I would know? Those those three things I just told you. Harry Met Sally. Harry Met Sally. A couple the of other same things. movie. Independence Day. Three times. <laughs> in Harry Met Sally, does someone have an Billy orga- Crystal? Ha- yeah, someone has an orgasm go, yeah. in the cafe. Yeah, yeah I've dude, never that's, seen And it's all movies. Meg Ryan. And I didn't care for that movie. I thought Meg Ryan was great, but this Billy Crystal just doesn't do it for me the way Thomas well, he's does. He's not a leading man. Thomas gets me going. Oh, she also did Julie and Julia, which got an Oscar. I believe. Good for her. She seems to know what she's doing. I don't know. She's a one trick se- pony. I said at the beginning. Yeah, I've she never wrote, seen that movie. She wrote though. Bewitched. Wait, really? The, the series? Movie? The movie? The movie. Yeah, the There's our movie? Uh, yeah, the 2005, so I yeah. believe that's the movie. Um, I thought that was fucking She wrote hilarious. a novel called Heartburn. <laughs> she wrote a season of Adam's Rib. Anyway, those these are her big ones, I think. Um, she wrote a season of Adam Devine's uh, stand-up special. <laughs> Very close. Cool. Adam's Rib is what I said. Uh, anyway, that's my minor compliment. Friendship. Miles. Um... I really like the soundtrack to the movie. It was pretty uh, some, fun. There's yeah. some great jazz in there. I, there is. If I ever stalk people, I put that on. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a, a 
uh, the, a cover of We Small Hours in the Morning that I thought was really beautiful I hadn't heard before. There's some great... Cool. I was going to say I was thankful there's no grunge in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if that's true or not. There may have been. Yeah, you didn't see it. <laughs> I like, the, I like the idea of Meg Ryan stalking me, though. I think that's cool. I guess this is a good place to put this in the Seattle episode, which is that I... Uh, this is one of those like weird confessions, but I never liked Nirvana. I oh, I thought you were going to say I'm Dave Grohl. <laughs> it's a weird confession, but I'm Dave Grohl. I definitely uh, killed uh, that guy. What's his name? Oh, right on, man. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. I Kurt Cobain, yeah. No, I, I just never... I just don't get Nirvana. And what about any it. other music from that era? For example, dude, we listened to one jazz song on repeat all the way over it's here not true. on a ferry. We listened to track eight twice because my <laughs> Bluetooth was being weird, but we listened to the whole record. You didn't like Soundgarden? It all sounded like no. honey. No, don't doesn't do anything for me. No, I don't like that stuff either. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, it's just an unpopular. You were opinion. all children when it came out. Uh, yeah. 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 So you didn't know shit. I don't know. All my friends you didn't like, have that. Him, you, didn't have, you didn't have that angst yet. You were I like all Limp prepubescent. I like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> you did not. I like Limp Biscuit. Hell yeah. Well, you you do not like, like Limp Biscuit. You keep saying present tense. You do not. I like Limp you, Limp you Limp Biscuit. I until hot dog flavored water. They were killing it, man. I just listened to the Shrek Look soundtrack. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Miles, for taking that, that heat. That? <laughs> you like the Shrek soundtrack, Nick? <laughs> Shrek soundtracks, all right. I used to pop that bitch in and jump on the trampoline for hours. Uh, we gotta wrap this up, Nick. Minor compliment. Um, that I didn't watch it. I know there's a minor compliment. You gotta come it up with something. Something. I will um, not let you off that easy. I like the alliteration in the title. Ooh, me too. <laughs> Actually, so so interesting because they did that lady on the radio. She was like, "Here's our best of. Remember." And then every one of her people had an alliterative name. It was like angsty in Arkansas, and yeah. like each one had one of those. So yeah, Sleep in Seattle is a good sound to it. Yeah. It's a good name. Uh, that is close enough to a compliment, Taylor. <laughs> since you are the, I think the biggest fan. You said you've watched this a bunch before this. A bunch. I, I, I'd seen it a handful of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my wife is Don't obsessed with I like it. Uh, romantic comedies, and I have I hated them at first. I hated romantic comedies sh- uh, more than any other genre. More than twice I was, you've seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it. Matt is crying right so now. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm sorry to He's disappoint so you. You're like, you I thought I knew you. You're going to listen to Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> <You're shit. laughs> what is going on? You are shaking. Uh, What's going on? So um, I hated romantic comedies for <laughs> almost my entire life, uh, but my wife loves them so much. So you get dragged to enough of them. Uh, sure. Soon you start to develop an appreciation like Stockholm Syndrome yeah, yeah, yeah. for like the genre, right? right? And of the genre, Sleepless in Seattle is kind of a standout. It is. Um so what I oh, whatever I'm not gonna I could go on for hours about how great it is but <laughs> I just want to say minor thing. one minor thing is I just I absolutely loved the father son relationship in the movie totally yeah it's great yeah. so you're you're like as a dad watching romantic comedy yeah I'm just waiting for my all wife the romance to die the <laughs> finally I can, I can, can, I re- can right. I recommend a romantic comedy yes she's the one by Edward Burns I haven't seen that that's one. freaking I great it. I haven't seen it. More of a Harold and Maude guy. Some people have taste and others don't. I have not seen (laughs) You've Got Mail since it came out, but I did watch it with a, like I was like in eighth grade and a girl and I went on a date and we made out through the whole thing. I want to play these two movies side by side. You think like they're too similar? Like Sleepless in Seattle and, yeah, and just see how, like, act one. What's so weird, it's so weird to watch, to think about You've Got Mail because it was like, he owns Barnes and Noble and she owns a small local bookstore and he the, owns Barnes and no, Noble. He's like a PR guy. The or whatever. version of it. But her, his company is destroying her small bookstore. But like, 
his company doesn't win. Like they're they lost this whole thing. Like the if we were to remake that movie now, it would be Jeff Bezos yeah. on Tinder, like hitting on this girl who runs an actual local business. <laughs> and instead of you've got mail, it'd be called, Hey, you up? <laughs> When'd you write that? <laughs> say, how long has that been sitting in the cannon? <laughs> Devil horns all around. All right. Everybody, that is it for our show. We Thanks. all froze. He said that line, and we we're like, "You cheating son of a bitch!" Before before you stop, I just want to say that, uh, that Taylor's headphones have been on backwards the whole time. <laughs> That's why they sound they weird. Are li- they are so labeled mine, left I and I right. Mine are too. Mine. Slim biscuit style, bro. Slim biscuit. Oh my god, Hot that's dog. so much that better. That is it for our show. We're gonna be back again next week. Uh, next week, it's the beginning of our holiday season. So we're going to be watching, it's Grismas is coming up, so we're going to be watching Grizzly Bear and Christmas-themed movies, as we do every Grismas. What are you doing? I just want to start over because I just got my headphones fixed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so everyone has to say one nice thing about the, no, we uh, already did that. He said you want to start over. Oh, okay, sorry. I was doing a bit, you didn't play along at all. Um, So that's coming up, and uh, Meat Buddies, including uh, Jill. uh, Jill. From Atlanta. Killing it, girl. Great name. With hair or not hair. She is currently able to vote, as all our Meat Buddies are, on what our upcoming holiday episodes are going to be. So if you're a Meat Buddy, get in there. You know where to go. Get in there and vote, and we will uh, uh, pick some holiday themes. Really quick. It's going to be fun. If you want to become a Meat Buddy, read com slash Meat Buddies. Even a dollar a month makes a huge difference to us. Thank you so much for being here at Miles underscore Anderson 1. Miles Anderson, thanks for doing it. Achoo! No, no, you don't have to do a quote. This is just saying goodbye. <laughs> This is the real no, time. That was him sneezing. Absolute <laughs> Very believable sneeze, Miles. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, God save the queen. <laughs> I should. I guess I'll tell you guys this on the air, but I was going to tell you afterwards. But this has been a delight. You guys are very, very funny. This was oh. awesome. Oh, thank you. And having, spent, I wish I could say the same. Having spent <laughs> a week with you guys watching you do comedy, this is way better than I was expecting. Uh, <laughs> at Taylor Clark one two three. Oh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm changing it to Taylor fifth. <laughs> 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 uh, statistically interesting job on the podcast today, Taylor. And uh, at Nick Hart Inc. Yeah. Hart, H A R T. H A R T. Like Hart, Kevin. Inc. And uh, presumably that's because you became a small business so you could have tax write offs and then the Twitter handle had no, to change. No, uh, no, no, nothing like that. It's just, it comes back down to the uh, fractional reserve monetary system. And, and uh, Matt Donner, at Matt Donner, the only one who got his real name on Twitter. Thanks yeah. for being here, Matt. Thank you so much. Are you for verified, Matt? Yes. Cool. How do you get verified? So, you gotta be famous. <laughs> you gotta be famous. Actually, do you want to know? There's a form you can fill out. It's just a form. You just apply. I just put bonafide on mine. That's pretty good. Know, and actually, they, they did have to pause. They're not adding any more verified people right now because they verified too many Nazis on accident. That's how I got it. <laughs> At Matt Donner, uh, you guys, it, this has been fun. You guys are all very funny, and you, no matter Thanks what happens. You're all getting paid the same today, as opposed yeah. to at the contest, because you're all. <laughs> oh yeah, can we on the air uh, <laughs> approach that deal we were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember, guys, we were going to split all the prize money. So it's been three shows. I'm in fifth place, and I am really, oh. really interested in continuing this we, conversation. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah. The top, <laughs> the top you guys are all just going to slide me a twenty. We solved it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys are all winners in my heart. If you guys are actually at home, the listeners, if you're interested in hearing how this went, did you want to? Uh, you can go to seattlecomedycompetition.com and find out the who won. Uh, I don't want to say right now how things are going because it will make this conversation Matt's weird. winning. Matt's winning so Matt's far, winning. but there's two shows left. And if there's one thing I've learned about Matt, he is very spotty. 
Yeah. Inconsistent. That's Not the thing about his comedy. He's a comedian. Because he, he, he writes new jokes every day. <laughs> anyway. I like to see topical stuff. This We're in weird. Navy Town. They're going to swap the deck with him tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Peace.